0: Welcome back to the How to Podcast step-by-step course from Podcast Fast Track. My name is Kerry Green. I am the Client Happiness Guy, and I'm all about getting you podcasting. This is module number three of the course, explaining to you how a podcast works. is very important for understanding the right kind of strategy for publishing your show. Let's get started. Okay, that last module was a little bit basic, But I trust that you stuck with me in there and you understand why the subscription aspect and the on-demand aspect are so important. It's because you as a podcaster are able to build a following that knows you, likes you, and trusts you. And that is incredibly valuable. The power of being in their earbuds week after week after week. You, You kind of become a friend to them. And so now in this module, this is about the tech behind the scenes. And this is important because I hear people saying things all the time like, do you upload my episodes to iTunes? Well, no, because iTunes doesn't upload anyone's episodes. I mean, there there's misnomers, there's misunderstandings about the way this works. And the better you understand how it works, the better you'll be able to take advantage of it. So let's get started. How does a podcast work? Well, first of all, you, the podcast producer, do some kind of recording. It may be your interview with somebody. It may be a coaching call. It may be a five-minute quick tip. It may be something that you have to teach. But regardless of what it is, you want to record it in good quality and you get it into a digital file. An MP3 file is what it's called. Okay. So that recording exists, may or may not be produced with intro and outro and those kinds of things. But regardless, it's a recording. You have this digital recording. And then it's uploaded to what's called a media host. Now, think of a media host kind of like a library, okay? And you have your own shelf on this library. And anytime you want, you're able to send these recorded MP3 digital files of audio. And we're talking about audio, but it could be video as well, to this media host and they put it on your shelf. Okay. Now, you pay for a media host in most cases, at least the ones that are really good, they place it on your shelf. And then any time someone asks for that file through iTunes or through Stitcher or through Google play or through whatever directory they're using to listen to podcasts, the media host, so to speak, goes to your shelf, takes that episode off and sends it to them via their smart device. Okay, so the media host does that through what's called an RSS feed. Really simple syndication is what it means. That feed looks like a bunch of gobbledygook on the page if you look at the actual feed. But essentially all you need to know is it is a web address. It's a URL, HTTP, usually an S colon slash slash, and some string of characters. Some of it's readable, some of it's not. That RSS feed is taken and submitted to the directories, okay? Apple Podcasts is one of those directories. In fact, right now it's the 800 pound gorilla in the room. It's the one that has done a whole lot for podcasting. And I have to say kudos to the folks at Apple because they could have given preference to the big name podcasts like from NPR or CNN and all those things. And by so doing made it next to impossible for those of us who are independent podcasters to have any way of getting our content out to an audience in a way that it could be found. But Apple didn't do that. They've allowed everybody to have an even playing field in their directory, which is an amazing thing. So thank you, Apple Podcasts. Now, having said that about Apple Podcasts, which formerly was known as iTunes, they're now rebranded and call themselves Apple Podcasts. There are other directories. I've mentioned some of them already, Stitcher, Google Play, Others that are out there. Even Spotify now has podcasts. And Spotify is growing incredibly fast. I'm not going to be surprised if Spotify takes over in terms of the biggest directory where podcasts are consumed. We'll see if that actually happens. But your media host file, or files, I should say, are communicated through this RSS feed that you submit one time to the directories. You don't have to do this every time you do an episode. You just submit your show as a whole to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever, Spotify, and anytime you publish a new episode from that point on, it will do what I call ping, it will ping Apple Podcasts and tell them, hey, there's a new episode. Apple Podcasts will pull in that information over the internet, list it on their directory, and voila, it shows that you have a new episode available. If someone is using the podcast app from Apple, they will get a notification. If someone's using a different podcast app and they have subscribed to your show, they will get a notification. So all of that is the way that the podcast works. You record, you upload it to your media host, you provide the RSS feed at the beginning of your show's lifespan one time to all the directories where you want to be submitted. And by the way, if you don't do it at the beginning, you can submit later on. That's fine. And those directories pull all of your content to their directory. And they're kind of like a phone book. They keep a listing of what you have available. And when someone requests it through them, they pull it from your media host. So You see what I mean by no one uploads anything to Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts just pulls it from your media host. Okay, then there's another step. That's where the apps come in. Most of us listen to podcasts these days on apps. These two icons are for two of the apps. One's an Android, one is an iPhone app. But the apps pull the information from the podcast directories most of the time, and mostly from Apple Podcasts. There are some of them who have their own particular directory that you can submit to. But that's how people hear your podcast is through that app, or perhaps through a player on your website. Now, let's talk about that option. Okay. You also can take that url from your media host that rss feed and include it on your website in some way there are actual podcast players that will include that episode and actually create a rss feed for your entire show itself uh, blueberry PowerPress is one of those it actually generates your rss feed rather than having your media host do that but your website is another great place for people to listen to your podcast We always recommend here at Podcast Fast Track that our clients have a well-optimized show notes page with a player on the page. And that player code, the code that you use to put a player on your page, comes from your media host or from your player plugin, like in the case of Blueberry PowerPress. And that player does an incredible thing. It not only gets you a download from someone playing that podcast episode, it also keeps that person on your web page while they're listening which Google takes as a sign that you've got a good web page. So that helps you rank higher in the Google search rankings. So it's kind of this, this cool little circle that happens. So there's your website. Okay. And then there's your part in this whole thing, which is promotion. Now, promotion does not have to happen. You can have a podcast without promotion, but if you're not promoting your podcast, both initially when you launch it and regularly, as you produce new episodes, You're really wasting a lot of time. And you may say, well, wait a minute, it takes time to promote. Well, yes, it does. But your promotion is what tells new listeners that you have content. Now, there are good ways and bad ways to go about promotion. And we'll talk about that some in some of the future modules. But the point is, you want to be effectively letting people who are interested in your topic know that you talk about this topic and that you have new content regularly. Because once they hear your show and they hear the great quality that it is, and it is going to be great quality, right? They're going to want to subscribe to your show. They're going to want to not miss an episode. That's how you build a loyal following, but it doesn't happen typically without promotion. You've got to be letting people know. And again, we're going to talk about the promotion piece on another module of this course, but I hope this is helpful for you to see that you record the content. You upload it to your media host. Your media host or your RSS feed is then given to the directories by you one time, usually at the beginning of your podcast journey. And from there, it is pulled to every listening device, to your website to Facebook, if you post it on Facebook, it all pulls from your media host. And that's why your media host typically will have a stats package, a statistics package that tells you how many downloads you got and within what time frame those came and what part of the world the person was in when they listened and what apps they were using to listen to your show. There's all kinds of analytics you can get from a good media host. That's why we're gonna have a module in this course about media hosts, because your media host has so many ways to help you make the most of your podcast. So that's the simple, short and thick of it, how a podcast works. You have been listening to the audio version of a video course. How's that for confusing? But you can get the video course and all the downloadable action sheets to help you get started on your own podcasting journey at podcastfasttrack.com slash podcast course.